Hey, what's going on, everybody? This is Amir, and welcome back to another episode of Black Entourage Podcast. Today, we are joined with Sean and Jamal. Yeah. Um, to kick everything off by sending prayers up to Haiti. Uh, there was a 7.2 magnitude earthquake. Um, it was pretty tragic, man, and we just want to go ahead and send our prayers up for them. Hopefully, he's doing okay. Um, and then we're going to just take it right into one of our topics. It seems as if... Um, you know, analyst. What is it? What's the league called, Sean? Uh, uh, the yeah, the Intergovernmental Panel on Climate Change, the IPCC. Yeah, so the IPCC says that we're in cold red for humanity as far as, you know, climate change is concerned. Um, and me personally, I believe that it's something that we do have to focus on. Um, like I was telling the guys earlier, man, I'm happy that, you know, we're not going to suffer the consequences too much in this particular lifetime, but we do need to start putting some things and implementing some things into play um, when it comes to, you know, preserving our planet if we want to stay here for, you know, a long extended period of time on the grand scheme of things. Yeah, uh, I agree. Uh, and uh, a quote from the article says that human activity is changing the climate and climate in unprecedented and sometimes irreversible ways. And that just shows that everything that we're still using from uh, these gasoline trucks where we can't get rid of uh, diesel oil for all these other alternative uh, uh, energy options out there. We're still kind of stuck in the past with, with oil. Uh, and that's kind of a big thing because there's so much cars on the road and no one does like the carpooling to kind of save up on, on gas and all that. And people just aren't switching into the EV cars for some reason. Uh, yeah, there, uh, you know, you got to get the battery for your house and everything and it's being more accessible uh, with all the fueling stations that all different cities are pulling, uh, putting up everywhere to make it more accessible. So people just have to change their individual mindsets because it starts with yourself. Are you recycling? I know some counties you got to pay for it to happen. I know in DeKalb County, you got to pay like $30 for it to happen for the year or whatever. So like, are you guys recycling? It's little things like that to kind of help the whole situation out because like Amir said, we're not going to be the ones suffering <laughs> the consequences for that. It's our kids, our kids' kids, and, and, and their kids and grandkids. So it starts with us for us to, to kind of head to something better. We're kind of in the beginning stages of the movie uh, Interstellar where the earth is just fucked up, crops weren't uh, populating enough, uh, there wasn't enough resources for everybody on the planet. So uh, it starts now or <laughs> there's not going to be much to have to save for in the future. So humans are stubborn, but we got to fix this. This is something that's, un, you know, not something you can just ignore. We only got one planet. We're trying to figure out other <laughs> stars and planets out in space on what is you know habitable or not you know hopefully things go go with mars and things like that but what if it doesn't what happens then you know so it all depends on uh us and our future actions and how we can make this a, a better place in the future um yeah like i totally disagree with you guys when you say it's not affecting right now because like shit is crazy man hurricanes are stronger more, um, more recent too it's more they're more uh, what's yeah, the word they're more, more frequent yeah, recent stronger they're, more frequent storms yeah and 
and the damn West Coast is on fire now. That never used to be like this like five years ago. Greece is like, on fire too. One. Did you see that? You saw the picture from space. Greece has like the, the Greece. Oh yeah. Greece that is having happened. their biggest wildfire like in history. You can see the burns from space. Uh-huh. And we're seeing shit that doesn't happen in other countries. Like they just had a huge. Was it a mudslide because it rained for so long in Germany? Yeah. Like. We're just seeing shit that we haven't seen or that shit that happened like once a decade is happening every year now. Every like, other week. Co- yeah, countries are getting hotter. Like, it's affecting us now. But I um, guess the reason why like, I say it's going to affect like the future generations and them is we're not... This shit is all manageable right now. Yeah, it's a stronger hurricane. Yeah, it's more frequent, but, you know, people are getting flooded out. They got to move away from the coastline and things like that. All that's manageable, right? So, it's like, compared to what shit could be in the future, <laughs> if you yeah. just keep this up, it's going to be way worse and maybe yeah, we'll be able to future, cope with it. In the future, it'll be unlivable. Like, even Africa's dealing with it right now. It's, like, impossible to farm in Africa because of the, the climate change. So, you literally have to, like, stop what you're doing right now like there's not i'm we're going to be carbon neutral within 30 years or it's cold red we need that like 10 years yeah you need to stop everything you're doing right now because i think the the temperature right now is 1.5 centigrade it's added Mm -hmm. and that's what they were trying to prevent yeah and now they're they're talking about going to two degrees centigrade so it's like if 1.5 was going to change everything, what the hell is 2 going to do? Yeah. And it's like, they said 90% of the carbon comes from 28 rich plant uh, countries. Wow. Like, they're responsible for over 90% of the carbon neutral. So, so hopefully, they can get it together, man. That climate, what is that? That climate agreement? Hopefully that... Yeah, what was that? that the Paris Accord or something like that? Yeah, the Paris Accords. So, I mean, they America's back in it. So, we'll see if that can do anything. But definitely, China, America need to they, start. China and America them. has to be the leaders in that. Specifically, China, as they have like the most pollution in their country. Then, I mean, that's mm-hmm. like what they're known for—all that smog. And so, if they yeah. they got to be the leaders. That's behind. I mean, America has to do it too because America's the face, quote unquote, of the world, right? If the free, mm-hmm. if the leading power isn't leading the way, why does all these second and third world countries have to follow behind America, right? So they gotta lead by example at the same time. So they gotta, it, it's on. I hate to say it's on the government, but it's on our uh, electives, uh, elected officials to to get things in place that we put them in office for. So if they, if we put them in office because they're talking about uh, you know fighting climate change, doing this and doing that. When they get in office, we got to hold them accountable to, to put things in play for what we put them in office for. So, uh, crazy times. It's, I think July was actually, at the, like, July was the hottest month on record in history or something like that. So, uh-huh. and it seems like every other year has become, like, the hottest in <laughs> recorded history. So, it's changing. Yeah, man. Soon as have y'all, have y'all already talked about that explained show on Netflix? No. Mm-hmm. What are you talking about with that? 
So, so every week uh, there's a show on Netflix called Explain. They release a different episode about a different thing in humanity. Is that the so Fox people? Huh? Is that the the Vox company that does that? I think. Um, I don't know. I don't know who the parent company is, but they have a whole different line of just explained. So they'll have like in this particular series, they release an episode every week, and you know this one was Boyle, the one before that was Flags, the one before that was like Death. Like there's just different things that they literally explain from start to finish. They have scientists and all types of stuff um, who comes out and just gives a very scientific you know standpoint about you know humanity and certain things that affect it so yeah anyways um hopefully we get a sponsorship from the niggas or something <laughs> so, so i know it is vox i just looked them up and vox is, vox. is okay. really good on youtube I, I subscribe to them they're really going on like uh focusing on like you said a single topic and then diving into that topic so it's like understandable and not like over your head like what the hell did i just watch so uh, mm-hmm. Shout out to Vox. They definitely, uh, I definitely rocks with them. Yeah. So they had an episode about oil, and um, it was a pretty interesting episode because they dove into why oil is what it is, why we need to switch from it. Uh, the major rich countries, they're kind of on the right track um, as long as they stay focused and use uh, renewable energy. But the problem is all the other countries, like uh, the countries that don't have the same type of access to resources, they're using what we used to use back in the 90s or whatever the case may be. So their cars are way less, um, you know, energy efficient. They're not buying electric cars or anything like that. They're buying what we used to buy back in the 90s. They're driving the same type cars. Um, so at the end of the day, yeah, it's about us fixing the problem, but it's also about, you know, creating and generating enough funding to have those type of countries catch up too. Because if they can't afford to catch up, they're still going to use oil because they have to have energy regardless. Um, so they do a pretty good job of analyzing um, energy production and oil production and everything like that. And climate change and all that good stuff. We just need a world government. One world government, baby. Conspiracy oh, time. Shit. Conspiracy. <laughs> we just need a one world government to just control all this shit. If it doesn't already exist. If it doesn't already exist, right? That is a fucking song. Alright, so uh yeah man but we just people just gotta get together and try to resolve it right because the middle east and all those other uh oil rich countries they're not trying to stop people from using oil that's their legacy that's their millions of of, of dollars billions right why am i cheaping them out but it's gonna be hard for those countries to be like oh we're not gonna use this anymore you know that that's that's everything for their country so uh it's different uh but nasa is actually uh, looking to, to hire four people uh, to simulate life on Mars by living in a 1,700 square foot uh, bunker for a year. Would that be something you guys would ever think about doing to, to simulate life on Mars? No. Elaborate. I would never, never do that shit. Living in a bunker? But, but you're willing to do, uh, what's that, the scuba diving? Yeah, I'm gonna come up eventually. I'm not living underwater. <laughs> what about you, Amir? Is that something you think you would do? I don't know. It depends on what I can do in the bunker. Like, I'm on Earth, right? Yeah, it's Earth. Okay. But it's just gonna so be simulated on... to be like Mars. So, uh. So, the... package food, right? Yeah, it's gonna be like that. You won't have like internet. Yeah, it'll probably be like, well, like, what's that movie? The Martian? You're probably going to be eating, like, potatoes every day. You're probably going to... 
I've seen a series like that. Like they 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 were doing that, especially like really. Oh, like the movie? Yeah, it was like it was a show. It was either a show or a movie. But they were in the desert and they were manipulating, like pretending they were on Mars. So every time they left their little bunker, they had to put on a space suit. Space suit. I do they remember like, something like that too. I can't remember. That might have been like something on Discovery Channel, I think. Yeah, it was That's like why movies prepare you for the future, bro. Because every like almost every movie kind of has some type of truth to it eventually. I think that's one of the hidden truths of America entertainment, right? It's like there's truth in everything that they kind of put in our screens and our faces. It's not like they'll tell us the 100% truth, but they'll, they'll throw like bits and dabs like just to kind of let you know like some shit's going on but like your radar might not like go off right away but eventually over the years you see all that information and you're like hold up <laughs> and then it all clicks so they're definitely like you're seeing a lot more movies right that started with like going to space you're seeing a lot more movies about earth being aliens. destroyed uh you're seeing a lot more things about alien time travel black holes things like that so it's all what is that called? The collective consciousness, right? Whereas, like, uh, I guess the organizations, Earth humans, are kind of sub-unconsciously heading towards a specific goal as a species without, I guess, intentionally knowing it, for lack of a better term. Because that's what it seems like. Whether it's entertainment to trying to show us the shit, whether it's, like, politics are trying to show us the shit now. So it's like everything's kind of leading. It's like funneling up. And eventually it's gonna be the release of like, all right, all that shit was real or or something big where like all oh, aliens are real, they show up and they like whatever, you know? Yeah, so makes sense. I don't know. My conspiracy brain is going off today. It's crazy. It's too much. <laughs> I mean you gotta you kinda it's have to have time. a you kind of have to have like some sort of like conspiracy brain going on and just think this i'm gonna say think of all the craziness going on but just to 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 to, to lack of a better term to understand everything that's Why happening. Things are happening yeah like you kind of got to think outside the box and be like okay that that's fucking that makes enough sense i'll live with that right so if if you don't you're gonna just keep questioning shit until you, you do find the answer so, I don't leave anything off the table, but what scientists say. Like, if a scientist be like, yo, this is what the fuck, you know? But if if if, if humans haven't already proved it to be true and it's like human imagination or conspiracy, I'd be like, okay, there might be a possibility that this could be potentially true yep. until it's debunked. And until if it's debunked, debunked, I won't leave it off the table. Until it's debunked. Uh, to keep it in entertainment, uh, you guys seen like the trailers and stuff for the upcoming Shang, uh, what's it called? Shang-Chi movie Shang on Chi. Disney? Yeah, of what, course. What'd you think Shang about Chi. it? Shang-Chi. Shang-Chi. It's supposed to be like, you never seen any I'm of the up. trailers or anything, uh, Amir? Mm-hmm, what's that? It's basically Marvel's martial artists. Jamal, break it down better. What is like? It, Whoa. Right? It's, well, it's, it's, it's basically Marvel's Kung Fu movie. Basically. Yeah. Based off of uh, Enter the Dragon, who who's that again? That was uh, Bruce, Bruce Lee. Lee. So he's Shang Chi is basically Bruce Lee in Marvel's eyes, right? So it's just during during the popularity of Bruce Bruce Lee in his movies is when Marvel made Shang Chi. So yeah. uh, his movie is basically coming out 
like next week or this week or next month or it's soon. Uh, are you guys planning on seeing that by chance? I know Amir hasn't even seen it for some reason with all the trailers going on. Well, uh, I'm watching the trailer right now. This shit acts, <laughs> yes, I'm gonna watch this shit. <laughs> of course, it's my man from Kim's convenience store. Oh, so you seen him from another show? You followed yeah. him from another show? What? Ah. Kim's convenience was the shit. This shit was on Netflix. Yeah, you told uh, me about it, but I never started it. You never started it? No. Nah. It's, it's amazing. Okay, um, I gotta get it started. My cue list is going low. Look at what his character's name was in. Uh, was in uh, fucking Kim's convenience store. But he he he's kind of vocal because he got mad about that too. Yeah. So yeah. So basically, uh, what Dis Disney just had their earnings call for their shareholders. Like last week, Thursday, they crushed all their numbers. Parks are opening up again. So all their money is coming back. I'm not a financial advisor. Invest at your own risk. But Disney is popping off again. So essentially during their earnings call, uh, I believe it was the CEO, uh, he was talking about the upcoming movies because obviously they had that big drama with Scarlett Johansson about uh, the Black Widow movie being released at the same time on Disney Plus as it was in the movies. Uh, and basically... Uh, on the call, they literally called the upcoming Shang-Chi movie an experiment because they're going to put it in uh, exclusively in movie theaters for 45 days before it goes to streaming services. Uh, so that became a big deal uh, because uh, the main actor for Shang-Chi, the guy who's a star player role... Simi Liu! Simi Liu! He's Simi Liu. On, uh, Kim's convenience store. Yep, so he's basically mad <laughs> saying uh, that, you know, uh, they're not an experiment. He posted... Uh, all the pictures of like the set of them doing their own stunts and working with you know it was all Asian castle to to really bring it in uh, for the culture and he said we're not an experiment Disney is basically trying to set them up for fall with a 45 day theater exclusive release uh, knowing damn well people aren't trying to go to the theaters like that with uh, rising Delta numbers so uh, Disney has something else going on in their hands. They seem can't they can't get their movies releases going on uh, properly. But uh, what do you guys think of that situation? Are are you pissed? That I'm waiting for it to come out streaming. So you'll wait no. for the 45 days, even even though you... it's only 45 days. Okay, so you're not going to support think, them. I think he he, he he took it overboard. It's an experiment for leaving the movies in for to 45 days. That's it. That's the experiment. Yeah, now, but you don't want to be the experiment. But <laughs> it is. But it is. We yeah, but it sucks that it has to be you. <laughs> you, you but we're at a time where nothing they're putting out is like gaining them money prior to the pre-pandemic. So they're trying something, and then this is like their big, big. I know they had uh, Black Widow, but this is like, but nobody wanted to see Black Widow. Let's face it. Like, wait, she we're not dead. in the MCU no more. This is like the beginning of the new phase, right? This is like the first movie, right? Yeah, I'll right. say that. It's like the first in the times after the snap and all that shit. Yeah, so for them to try and switch it up, obviously the Black Widow shit didn't work. And they're like, all right, let's see if we can drag people out of their houses since it's the first big movie from this new phase. I Let's think, see what happens. I think Black Widow would have drilled to compare Black Widow to Shang-Chi. Yeah, that's essentially Phase 2 Black Widow compared to yeah. Phase 4 now with Shang-Chi. 
uh, Black Widow was dead in Phase 4. They basically said, here's a movie now to explain all her backstory. I think that should have happened previously while she was alive. I think that would have happened like right after, what's that, the Captain uh, and the Winter Soldier movie. Would have basically been the Black Widow movie uh, time frame. So it went back in time quite a bit. Uh, but for Shang-Chi... Yeah, I understand they got to figure shit out for the shareholders, money. I mean, if it's a publicly traded company, I mean, I own Disney stocks. I need that shit to be profitable too. But I was like, also feel for the creator, for the actor, the directors and things like that. Where it's like, yeah, you want your shit to be in theaters, but at the same time, you're going to kind of be screwed because people aren't in the theaters like that anymore. So they... They're kind of going in with a handicap, basically, and they got to try to hope for the best for 45 days. So they know what the you, numbers. Why would you do that? What, what would, would you I do? do? You would put it out in both? Yeah. I would definitely put it out in, in both. And maybe if it's not a, a, a 45 days, definitely it can't be longer than a month right now. The rules has changed. I think you maybe give a, a movie two weeks exclusive in the theater so you keep the release in the same month and you keep people talking about it in the same month and not like this group A is going to all watch it on opening weekend and then nobody else is going to fucking talk about it for 45 days after the release. You get it? So it's like there, there needs to be a compromise which might be it's definitely not 45 days because at that point, no one's talking about that shit anymore. Unless it's like that great of a movie and then it's like, oh, rewind ability. But Marvel really only had so much movies that you want to rewatch in their category, in their uh, discography. So I do think that they need to change their exclusiveness uh, priorities. Not 45 days. Uh, I think like two weeks, give the theaters two weeks of priority. That's, you know, and then that's your opening weekend right there. And that's your follow-up on the opening weekend, which is usually where you get your biggest drop-off after. Uh, you have opening weekend was your most money, then a week after where you get your second most, and then it's like a 60% drop on sales after that. So that's when you probably sticking in uh, your streaming to boost up your sales some more. So I just think there has to be more dialogue going on in the industry and not just have like the giant mega corporations running it but there has to be some compromise between the theaters the consumers the the parent companies so it has to be in a mutual agreement between all three for this shit to work in to find a new norm for the movie theaters because right now what they're doing ain't it no because i'm getting i'm getting paranoid about uh covid now too because I, I really don't care, but now it's getting to the point where it's like the more I see the numbers go up, the yeah. more paranoid Listen, I get. I'm, mad, I'm vaxxed up, but I'm still wearing this shit out my mask now. And I wasn't doing that like two weeks ago, but I started just like, nope, I'm not risking it. Yeah. I just have a funny <laughs> feeling that I should start wearing that shit. Yeah, so I mean, it's better safe than sorry. Better yep. safe than sorry. I'll, I'll refuse to be, because I already have like some issues, some health issues, underlying sinuses and things like that. So I was like, I refuse to be the person who goes to the hospital and gets all fucked up because I refuse to get a shot. And now I'm freaking on a vent ventilator trying to fucking stay alive because I didn't want to get a shot. I was like, nah. <laughs> no. No. That's way to go. Bad way to go. That's like drowning, but around oxygen. Yeah, I, I would... Drowning is probably my most feared way to die. 
<laughs> drowning and then closely, closely followed behind like being burnt alive, like in a burning house. <laughs> like, like I would probably hate being burned alive. I would I would probably rather be burned alive than drowned. They're both which, you're both gonna you're gonna feel it the whole way with both of those situations. I would rather be screaming and breathing than like underwater sucking in air to my lungs. I mean, water to my lungs. Screaming and breathing, you're gonna be burning up your lungs from all the hot air, so you're gonna be like, ah! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's gonna be crazy. I guess they're both horrible ways. Yeah. I don't care about falling out of an airplane because I'll probably die on the way down. That'll be instant. That's, that's cake. Uh, if you get a tap of like a, a, a cougar or something, they're gonna bite your neck and fuck you up first anyway. Yeah, just just drown it in fire. Just if I can avoid those, <laughs> then I'm good to go. Um, since we just talked about Marvel, I guess we could talk about what happened with DC this week since we got the uh, Dark Comics man over here, Mr. Jamal. Robin came out as bisexual. What do you think about it? I'll let you take the floor first. Um, let's see, which Robin was it? Uh, Jason Todd. No, it was Drake. T- Drake, was it Todd? Um, Todd Drake? No, what is his name? His name is Drake something. Anyway. This is your he's category. A, he's a, I forgot his name, <laughs> to be honest. I was just watching his shit too, but it's the, um, it's the third Robin after Jason Todd. Um, so yeah, so I don't know why they did it, but they did it, and yeah, I don't care. Really. So in in in, I guess comic history, Tim Drake. Tim, Tim Drake. Drake. What was his role? Was he the one that turned into Red Hood? Tim Drake? No, he was Red Robin. Jason Todd turned into Red Hood. Jason Todd. I was like, which one? So yeah. does Tim He's Drake have anything specific that he does other than? becomes no he's like um an unsure of himself kind of robin like like if you remember in um if you remember what's that show we watch young justice yeah he um nightwing gave him uh, a team like we get we're team beta you're team gamma yeah and he was asking mad questions like what if i do this what if i do that yeah. what if i do and, and and robin like they just had to tell him like just don't die yeah. You know what I mean? Like that's that's his that's, that's the goal. That's his Yeah, just don't die. That's his Robin. Like, what if I'm not a good leader? What if I'm this? What if I'm that? Very insured. He's very skilled though. So this was um, the Robin basically before uh Damien. Yeah, this is before Damien. Okay. How many Robin? And he, and, oh there's Mad. And Robin. he might actually <laughs> he might actually um take over as the mantle as Batman, I think. It's him. It's so Damien? Uh yeah, no. Um, Tim Drake? Drake. Tim, Tim Drake. He's going to take over. Yeah, because at the end of Young Justice, didn't he go into the um, Batcave? Oh, Tim? Yeah. Tim Drake eventually, because Tim Drake eventually takes Bruce Wayne in one comic. This was just one world, one universe. He takes over as Batman, and uh, Batman's son as Robin is his Robin. That's, so, what I think, that's what I think I saw. I felt like he just, like, so, that man died somehow, and he just walked up in a cave with a suitcase, which is like... So, yeah. Yeah. So, it's like... Yeah, he's that, but, I mean, you don't need it. You don't care. Like, it's just Robin. I, that is doing that to 
be inclusive, right? Marvel had their first openly gay character coming up in what's that movie? The Eternals movie coming up, right? He's the first open yeah. gay character in the MCU. So they probably felt like as a competitor, they gotta if they don't, everyone might be like, why didn't you guys? But that, it's funny because DC's always had like a bi character, like yeah. Booster Gold, mm-hmm. um, uh, Harley Quinn, and fucking Poison Ivy. Uh, Poison Ivy, exactly. Like they have a whole bunch of characters, but I guess because this is more public, I won't yeah, say public, but this it's is a, the most. The Tim Drake will be the most popular character. Gotcha. That yeah, is. that's what I was gonna say. Most public figure to go. Yeah. The biggest stature so far to come out as like some shit like that title, yeah. for lack of a better. Yeah. Term. Interesting, but yeah, I don't think it's gonna have anything crucial down like lies. Just trying to, was it Pride Month like two months ago too, or like last month too, or some shit, something like that? So yeah, it was probably trying to get it out for that for for Pride Month to just be inclusive. But who knows? All companies are trying to, you know, you gotta you gotta cater to all parties these days. You, yeah, <laughs> you gotta cater to everybody. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. That's my fact. What do you think about that, Amir? Do you have anything about uh, Robin? It's a good business move. Just money? Get back to me. It's a good business move. They're keeping up with the times. Like you said, you don't want people asking questions. Why didn't you? You could have Poison Ivy and Catwoman are both women. Where are the guys? Like, there's a lot of different type of questions that they can just avoid by, you know, playing the narrative a little bit and getting a couple more fans, a couple more supporters. Just business. And it's a character that's like, you know what I mean? You're not gonna get overtly mad about like Tim Drake is like, mm, okay. Yeah, you know what I mean? <laughs> Tim Drake, okay. Next. <laughs> the character is is that is Tim Drake the character that's in Young Justice, like the live action? No. He's he he just got introduced in season three. Of Titans. But you talk about Titans, right? Titans. Yeah, he Who, just got. What Robin just, is that? That Robin's Jack, Jason Todd. Yeah, Jason Todd. Cause I'm pretty yeah. sure they introduced Red Hood in this season, right? For I him? think yeah, I think they introduced Red Hood this season too. Yeah, uh, I start. I'm about to start. I stopped after season one, so I'm about to catch up now. It sounds like it got way too good, so definitely about to. That's amazing. I'm about to definitely good. put some time into there. Uh, I know Amir is a big. Uh, Tory Lanez fan, how do you feel about his current situation? Uh, seems like at the Rolling Loud Festival, uh, he actually broke his restraining order against Meg. Uh, what? She was there too. Yeah, she she performed before the baby, and he uh, remember uh, Tory Lanez came and he was like in the costume, and then like he to when they uh, was performing this song, he came out the the costume on stage with him and performed. So yeah, so supposedly Meg is uh. Pressing charge, looking to press charges. What do you guys think? How, how many feet are you supposed to be away from a person in the restraining order? Because how prob- the fuck do I they think know? it depends. How per- do they know? They're probably not even supposed to be in the same state. Hold on, let me let me open in the up. same state. That's super <laughs> fucking restrictive. Can't no can't no person have that power, bro. It's the same. Hey, it's a star. She's a star. He's, He's a star. The fuck? <laughs> But no, I'm not taking sides here. Let's just let's just <laughs> so let's just so, let's just, let's just give so my opinion. This um, order is a hundred yards. If within her right, and she wants to exercise her right, then it's her right. Is this the biggest hip hop cover up that we're seeing right now between their whole situation? 
Like, we just don't know what you know, the fuck really is happening. <laughs> like, <laughs> like we, don't die, we don't know what I happened. Don't think so. And we just know it's literally two fighting sides who are defending the fuck out their sides and are not bending on it. So, like, what is it? It's like one is your side, their side, and the truth, right? And the truth, is somewhere yeah. in the middle. Yep. So it's like something has they to. They're both millionaires. They both got lawyers. They're lawyer the fuck up. It's gonna be an interesting. It's gonna be interesting. But at the end of the day, I feel like it's dragged on long enough. Um, they both benefited. In my opinion, they both benefited. Um, pretty substantially from the publicity, regardless on both sides. I don't think either person took a hit, regardless of who's right or wrong. Um, they tried to they tried to get him out of here. Oh, they, they tried, tried but I mean he, he went, he went swinging. Um, niggas still out here falling, still out here making music, still out here getting paid. Um so at the end of the day, hopefully the truth comes out so that everybody can just feel comfortable with whatever really happened. He hasn't done a and festival since though. Happen. He um, has he did he did get hurt, kind of. That's like his first festival appearance. Was the baby bringing him out? Yeah. So like yeah, he hasn't really got a lot of like festival run, but like his yeah. music career has still been like on yeah. the climb. Just last week when he sold that that uh, NFT, yeah. NFT of his album, I'm, and in less than a minute he sold a million copies. So I mean, he still got people rocking with him. He went platinum yeah. in less than a minute off of an NFT that... I gotta figure out this NFT shit. <laughs> no, that shit's gonna be worth a lot of money in the future. Once I saw that, I I really wanted to kick myself in the foot for um, missing out on that opportunity, man. NFTs? Man, are you kidding? Uh, yeah, NFTs is... is... <sighs> Non-fungible token. Yeah. So it's we'll artwork that's stored on the blockchain that holds us uh, uh, stored value. How do you guys feel about let's keep it in music? Uh, Jamel Hill said that, uh, excuse me, she said that basically uh, eventually Tupac and Biggie will not be on anybody's top five. Uh, How does she know? Number one, everybody's top five is perspective. Yeah, it's all. So if if niggas don't have them on their top five, but if you've never heard someone rap better than Biggie or Pac, like, how can you how can you tell them not to put him on a top five? Yeah, uh, yeah, it is weird, right? You would think that some people, two probably the most influential people, who only had maybe less than ten years of music, <laughs> was so influential on music Tupac's since not on then. Tupac's not in your top five. Tupac's not on my top five. I don't think he's on mine either, to be honest. But... <laughs> Name your top five. I don't want to do that right now. <laughs> that's a lot. Put you on the spot. <laughs> that's, a, that's a whole conversation. I better have like so. Young Dolph. Uh, he'll have yeah, he'll be me. me. Yeah, you. Yeah, he's like yeah, Young Dolph. You already know, nigga. You already man. My top five's gonna be trapped out. <laughs> so yeah, yeah. We, yeah, we should have that. Uh, have that put that together when they put like the top fives down just kind of compare the shits oh my gosh that'd be horrible are, are you top five's gonna be amazing <laughs> y'all all your top five gonna have all bars and no swag I'm not even going down that. that yeah it's so stupid <laughs> I that shit. it makes me cringe every time it just sounds so crazy yeah <laughs> And then when he combat it, it's like he still doesn't get it. It's like <laughs> I'm 
what I'm saying. They need to no, get that's the thing. That's the thing we be talking hey. about. We don't get it. You be trying to just trigger niggas, that's all. You just <laughs> <laughs> be like, like the nigga's fresh. You be like, you think swag beats fresh? And we be like, okay, nigga. I I don't understand. You know, you're never you're never understand, and it's okay. You're a part of the you're a part of the millennials that experienced a different part of what I experienced as a millennial. That's definitely obvious when we have certain topics. Yeah, think about it. By the time I was able to be cognitive, cognitively responsible, y'all had already had four years worth of music in y'all brain. Like, how the fuck can you compete with that? You were four when you were born. I was four. I was born. So by the so, time I got to four, y'all were eight. Yeah, but at some time there should be a crossover. Like when you're twelve and we're like yeah, sixteen. Yeah, trap music and late nineties music. That's that's our genre of music. It's nineties music. Mm, I said late nineties. So it it starts at like ninety six. <laughs> it's not like ninety niggas was listening to rap in ninety three. Yeah. yeah. I, I, might have listened to some I was four in nineties. I was four in ninety six. I don't think I was listening to rap. Man, you should have went back at least. Yeah, you go back in the tape. And you go, and you, go, and you went back. This nigga's yeah, talking man. plenty of shit. Bro, I'm sure your brother put you on some shit, but you was probably like, nah. He definitely did. You was like, nah. He definitely did. Uh, so yeah, let's uh, we can, we can leave out entertainment and music. Uh, let's go into some uh, geopolitical stuff, Jamal. What's going on with Cuomo? What's that whole oh shit? I know he he resigned. I think it's effective now as of next week. Um, yep. Right, because it was like so, his first full week, and I I know the last thing I see was like that video, but he was like, I touch and kiss everybody. He was like, politicians, men, women, children. He was like, <laughs> he was literally just remember like, <laughs> remember he's Italian. So yeah, he's like, Italian. Yeah. So, so like, yeah. So he's real. And he asked, and he asked inappropriate questions. We yeah. Know so basically, basically, he he, he did he did what say that. Asking? Like, give me an example. He did say right. that there seems to be a generational difference between obviously where he's from, Italian, very close, personable type stuff to to now, which is a real ignite fire. You mess up, you're out of here, buddy. Type culture. So and you can't be asking like what like young twenty year olds. You got a boyfriend. This, like, what do you like? Like, you can't. I get it. You're trying to be cool with them. You're trying to build conversation, but you can't ask a young girl that shit. Yeah, it's hard to. It's all about your approach, but it's hard to kind of be that relatable. I mean, because I'm sure he's their boss, so to try to be that relatable boss figure, there, there's ways to to but be. But shit get creepy after a while, though. Like, yes. What's a mere fifty-eight-year-old ass doing? As if you got a boyfriend. Yeah. You definitely don't want that. Right, what the fuck? Unless she's looking for unless she's looking for a sugar daddy and then she'll be like (laughs) that is He told He told the lady that was trying to swab him for COVID, like, you make that gown look good. Like he was just saying some crazy and he said this on TV, like national TV. But but maybe she looked good in the gown. That's not your that's not your place to say that. So it, it I mean he kind of survived it. It came out a little bit, 
and so, he, but, he was but, just gonna fight, but then Democrats started turning him against him. Yeah, and, and that's what I was gonna say. Like it's been like the biggest 360 switch for Cuomo. Last year, it was like Cuomo for president <laughs> during yeah. the height of the pandemic when he yeah. was giving all those daily reports and he was looking real presidential compared to Trump. And now yeah. they're like, burn him with the steak! It's, it's all, he even lied about that shit. He did lie about the COVID shit, so that's definitely part of it, killing people's grandparents. I think it was just corrupt all the way around. It was, but this might be like New York, um, New York politics because the, the lady... The DA that is handling the case for all these women. Did she like used to it, work for him or some shit like that? No, she's a New York DA, but she's she's like I think she's gonna run for governor. So oh, that bitch. So that was no, she, he's, biggest, he, and, huh? He, he she's he's being Letitia, replaced by a female by by, by uh, the lieutenant governor. Yeah, that's be the first governor of New York. But they are, they're on, like, that is his, they, they weren't running on the same ticket, kind of, but she was always kind of separate from him, so mm. it looks like she had nothing to do with whatever, whatever. Yeah. Um, but this, the lady, the DA, the DA is good, probably going to run for, um, governor. 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 I think next year she's probably going to run for governor, and she's the favorite, because she went against Trump, she was in the middle of getting Cuomo out of here, like, she has a famous face. Letitia James, like, she's the reason why Trump might not be able to walk back into the White House, because she's the one... She's the one that's um, leading in for, against them? Yeah, in New York. She's the one that's, um, trying him, or bringing the case against him. That's the thing about so, New York, man. We just want shit done. <laughs> New York is just want shit to just keep moving and being progressive. It's just not moving forward, and it's like... Someone gotta go. It's like someone gotta go. It's too much money being made in New York for shit to be stalled. So, yeah. so she's yeah, she's the front runner for for the governor race if she chooses to run, which looks like she should she will be. I mean, the DA of New York is usually a plateau. Like, if you're a DA of New York, the next step up is governor of New York. They usually run and win. Got so it. It, it makes sense, but. You just took down the governor in New York. It looks politically motivated to the untrained eye. Yeah. So, so. it just looks so, so so tactical to take down a Cuomo's. Like they was like, nope, we're done with you, buddy. You. Yeah. <laughs> it just looks so obvious that this was like so political. It was like, oh no, nah, we're taking him down. He's done. He's done. He's done. And now we don't know because now it might be a criminal case. So even though he's stepping down, it's not over for him. Well, the good thing about him is he showed his, well, I guess guess he still kind of showed a little bit of leadership when he was like, although I didn't do it, you know, this is his words, we don't know, it's he say, she say. He was like, I definitely didn't do it, but for the city to keep governing, uh, let me get out the way so the city could do what they have to do to move forward out the pandemic. So even though he was leaving, that's still the proper way to go. Like, yo, we still got bigger things in hand than whatever the fuck is happening with me. Let me get out the way so y'all can figure out what's really going on in this city. So, you want to know what I want to see? I want to see Cuomo reporting on Cuomo. He probably has. Yeah, no, he he tried. He was silent. Like when it was happening, uh, was it his brother on like, CNN? Yeah, I see Cuomo, he, he, Cuomo be getting into asses, like he be like, oh, this 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 that. Yeah, he's not gonna talk about his brother. Would you talk about your brother if you had to in a situation? Nah. Okay. 
I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna talk about my brother. You, you can I get another. Yeah, you got me fucked up. Go talk to another reporter. You put somebody else on this story. I'm not talking about this. Are you kidding me? I think it's gonna be good for views, man. Nah. Nah. Nah, fuck that. Yeah, nah, so it's blood over anything. So I completely understand. I'll be like, I don't know. What you talking about? Who was I? My brother? <laughs> nah. <laughs> nah. <laughs> like, I'll talk to him later, personally. That I'm guy. Like, that guy. <laughs> um, I guess the biggest thing, right, I want to get uh, Jamal's take on this is the news that broke, right? Taliban took over Afghanistan again. And they did it fast as hell. It's like two days. Yeah. And it wasn't like it was the like, president. It's like, like two weeks. The whole city. They were just taking out every city, little city in, in, um, so, in so, Afghanistan. So break this down for me. You know, I'm not the most aware of everything. I know like the bits and pieces, but I don't know like the whole picture of shit. So why? When did we start pulling? I know pulling out of Afghanistan was a big thing for presidents ago. I know Obama was talking about that shit when he was here. So, mm-hmm. did Biden pro- finally pull the plug and tell people to come out? And yeah, and this was... Trump uh, Trump, Trump started it last year, and he tried to do, um... He tried to have, uh, <laughs> negotiations yeah. with the Taliban. Um, that didn't go well. But he wanted, he wanted to pull him out immediately, too, but his generals told him not to. So Biden came in, um, and he said, "I want the same thing. I want to pull, um, want to pull people off of it, like pull troops out. Yeah. Like he doesn't want a forever war. This is like a failed experience. Um, he did call it a failed war. I saw that today. A failed war. It's been, it's been two. Wait, two, twenty oh, years. Twenty years. Over since twenty we went years. Into, I have the numbers right here." It's over 20 years, over 2,300 deaths, and over 20,000 injuries with an estimated cost of $2.26 trillion. Mm-hmm. So you so you give Afghanistan, and, and in his mind, he's probably all right, but he's probably thinking that we've given the um, Afghan government so much money, we've given them support, we've given them weapons, we've given them all of this, they have to be able to defend their own land. Yeah. Right? We can't be here forever. But at the same time, they knew, like, they knew they were never, because I was listening to the general uh, that was there under either Obama or Obama or Bush. Mm-hmm. And he was basically, they sent him <clears throat> on Capitol Hill and told him this is a war they can never win. Jeez. They told him that. And actually, he's, he's fighting... For he believes that uh, America should stay in Afghanistan, even though he knows it's a war you can't win, because you'll push them back. You'll be able to dwindle their numbers. You'll be able to push them back. But once you push them back, you push them back into Pakistan, and America can't go into Pakistan and finish the job off. Mm. So literally. So why can't we pa- go into Pakistan? Do they have nu- they have nuclear weapons or something? They, it's it's a no-fly zone. If you go into Pakistan, you're gonna go to war with Pakistan, or you're gonna go to war with Russia. Like the fucking treaties are so intertwined, and Pakistan is not letting you come into their land to wage the war. Like you can't come over here for that. So that's a dead ship. That's a dead ship. That's a sinking ship. 
So oh. that's not never gonna happen. So that's what's been happening. Like two years into probably the twenty year war, they probably did push the um the Taliban back to probably Pakistan. Back to Pakistan and, and then basically re, they just rebuilt and regrouped and rebuilt, regrouped built a government for Pakistanis and did all that but you but you gotta let I don't know it's a hard decision like you gotta let the Pac I mean the Afghanis run their own shit like America cannot be cannot nation build it never worked it didn't work in Vietnam it didn't work in Iran it didn't work anywhere like Kuwait it doesn't work nation building doesn't work especially if the population thinks differently than you do yeah different ideologies but, and different ideologies like um i know p- people in afghanistan appreciate like w- women could go to school women became reporters yeah like it 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 was moving in the right direction but unless they are able to defend themselves then it's all then nothing. it's always going to go back to the baseline it's always going to go back to the baseline especially when it's a, a enemy you can't destroy or you can't get rid of because every time it gets too hot they just cross the, the so line so can't we do wrap. can we do kind of like what we do with south korea don't we have like bad bases there we just stay there because of the north yeah. korea it yeah can't can that kind of be a path that happens for pakistan they, well not pakistan or wherever right wherever it's happening afghanistan we are we kind of do that already we have i think we have a base in iraq no iraq told them to get out so i think we have it in um yemen but that was the plan that made sense to me like yeah you could pull the troops out but you could support the um the local troops Af- the local troops with air support yeah that's really where where the uh taliban no like that's what was really fucking them up. They would just drop bombs on them and just keep flying or yeah. drone them and uh, everything else. But I think what happened that was so bad was when um, when they started pulling them out, they pulled the contracts of like contractors that were there to maintain and look after the planes and and and, and uh, helicopters. Yeah. So now it's like their planes aren't going unmaintained and so they just got to go out there on foot and stuff and those and those afghani afghani troops are just dropping their guns and asking people can i get a ride with you to the next city i'm out of here like i'm not willing to fight for this so yeah that's why they just were able to take take um take back over like so what's the worst thing that that could happen with um because you this is also something that I firmly believe. Like civilizations has fallen and risen and fallen and risen throughout time, right? Yep. So worst case scenario, Afghanistan gets taken over by the Taliban. What? What? Now? Um, they can be a player in the region. Um, you still have like they're not gonna be too crazy because you still have Israel and you still have like Iraq and stuff or whatever. But um. This is kind of a doing of um, from 20 years ago. Like, if America probably would have stayed out of the Middle East, like, it would have happened. It wouldn't have happened. Like, you had Saddam Hussein back there that was mortal enemies with the Taliban and were basically pushing them. And that's why when he fell, when when America took Saddam Hussein out, then you had 
ISIL come up. You had ISIS come up. That's just from him because he was a, a dictator, but nobody had the power like he had the power. And to be out there with those piranhas, you had to be a shark. I and mean, that nigga was the biggest shark. So yeah. Taliban stayed you away from You took them out and created a power vacuum. They it created right a power out. vacuum and they just moved right back into it. So we caused this. America, kind of, yeah, America so kind of caused this. Kind, it kind of caused it, it and it, it what nation building never worked. So the biggest thing about Afghanistan being taken over is the heightens from terrorism. Like they have now, they have a whole country and probably fucking um, resources that. It, Afghan government had probably trade secrets because that's why that's why they just America just dropped um, I think 3,000 soldiers I think just just to move uh, people from the embassy out because the city is taken over like yeah. Afghanistan I, is there I've seen that they told the people at the embassy to get out immediately but burn and destroy like all the computers and stuff to make sure nothing uh, is traceable yeah yeah nothing oh, traceable shit, it's like that it's like cause that if they right see now. it it just helps them plan their terrorism network like that is kinda why um but I don't know. I'm not, I'm not for fighting a 20-year war with no victory. Like, you can... And, and if you could, like, I know they made it the safest it was probably going to be with America there. But what if we don't have just people over there forever? Yeah. You're just going to claim it as a base and people do shipments and whatnot? Like... You would have to have generational people kind of like live there, raise their families there, open schools and shit. Like, but that shit is different from have, from having people go to like a Germany base or a, a South Korea base or a Tokyo base. That is still a war zone at yeah. the end of the day, and it'll never stop being a war zone. So that's why it's like it's too much. All right, we're getting the fuck on because we have better we have better. Um, satellites than we've ever had we have better infrastructure for terrorism than we ever had since 20, since we've gotten hit like at this point they more than likely will not um succeed at any terrorism and the, and then the the world the nation like the top nations in the world are so intertwined with their terrorism. communicating terrorism. Yeah, terrorism. Yeah. with their intelligence and they all share intelligence like this might happen to you we got this we got it so, at this point, he's like, the the it has really no kind of impact on America. It does kind of in other Afghanistan. Than, other, other, it has an impact other than the 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 taste of disdain, right? All the, so essentially, all those lives, all those years, all that money was for nothing. Imagine how all those. Uh, army veterans who saw all their I mean I've got family members who has PTSD from that shit so yeah my cousin told me a story once when they first got there and he said I'll never forget the day he was, they was all jumping out from the helicopter and it was all parachuting down and he just heard the bullets flying and one by one he just heard just bodies hitting the floor people he jumped out to play with getting shot down and he said he'd been mm. So, so I heard stories like, "Whoa!" So I could just only imagine how some of the soldiers might be. I mean, we had families, we had parents, have kids, and now those kids are over there fighting the same way that their parents did. 
and all that's for nothing essentially so I can definitely see some disdain uh, for I guess the government for lack of a better term as a whole just look at this big uh, this big I guess for lack of a better term big uh, bomber that came right back in our face right we came there to try to fix a problem took over 20 years and we couldn't fix the problem and now we're all back home and it's back to status quo over there so yeah so yeah sounds like history yeah sad times man. Actually what it is. Well, hopefully it's some things get better because have boys have been popular for less for sure yeah um i only got two more things here we can get out of here guys we're basically at an hour uh, one, we have OJ Simpson being OJ Simpson uh, out of California. Uh, he was out and he said that I have trouble with LA. Uh, people might think this is self-serving, but I think I might be sitting next to whoever did it. I really don't know who did this. Speaking about the did, death of, <laughs> of uh, did he tweet that? He was tweeted at. Yes, that was tweeted. That so, shit doesn't even make sense. I'm sitting next to the person who... I could be sitting next to the person that did it. Did the I murder. I don't know who did it. Yeah. So, he... he, he so now he's there, what, 15 years later? I think he's one of those people... I think he just craves the attention, man. He doesn't want to be forgotten, so he just says random shit because he can never be tried again. He beat the shit. So he's kind of... So even if he did it, he's kind of either rubbing that shit in or... Until he's literally just fucking psychotic and he's trying to get some fucking... Some people Wait, just need to... Beat that shit, can he just be like, yeah, I really killed her? And like, can he do that now that since he beat it? I would think so. I right? He can't know. get tried again for it. You, so you, you, you gotta be careful, jeopardy. though. You gotta be careful. because Murder has a different <laughs> statutory... Yeah, statute of limitations. Yeah, it has a different statute of limitations. And they might not be able to try him on the murder because of double jeopardy. But, but maybe like manslaughter or something. Ch- change exactly. the charge up. Yeah. But it's crazy. Exactly. He he been kind of teasing that shit like forever. Didn't he come out with a book that was like, oh, yeah. if I would have did it, this is how yeah. or some shit like that? Like, he's a crazy guy. Like, I think he probably didn't do it. He probably hired like a hitman to do it. He knows exactly who did the shit. I think that's probably what happened. But that's a deeper, darker Hollywood secret than what we really need to to think about. But I thought that was just crazy that he would even say that in the way he said it. And it's been so long since then. So crazy guy crazy guy uh and last but not least i thought this might have been a cool uh twist on the whole versus scene instead of artist versus artist producer versus producer what about comedian versus comedian uh damon wayans challenged dave Chappelle uh to do the first ever comedy uh versus would that be something you'd be down for is it not damon wayans who would you put there to go against dave Chappelle and something like this um, go ahead, Amir. Isn't there something like that already? Like a roast battle? Yeah. Oh, roast battle. What's that? That's Comedy Central. Ain't it? Do they still do that? I think so. But this is probably not a roast battle. This is probably like that's 15 minutes. Come out there and tell your best joke. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, yeah, I don't think they'll do it like a roast session. I think it will be like kind of like your best 15 minute 
bring like yeah, 15 100. minute material, some shit. Well, probably longer than 15. Well, how would they do that? I guess that would be the hardest thing. How would you go joke for joke? Do you give them like each around like two minutes per round? You got to have a joke that wraps up in, no. in a time frame. So it has to be from their previous shows and they have to pick their top 10. Or like, you know. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like give their best shows. jokes and then joke for joke is the round. But yeah, some that'd be horrible. That'd yeah, because I was gonna say because some yeah, people there's have no set, there's no set stage. Right? Yeah, it's just because some comedy people be like have like five minutes to get to the punchline, which is yeah. <laughs> and some people do all that and don't stick to landing. So I don't know. I guess it. I guess that would need more <laughs> fine tuning to figure out how to really do a verse. Because some guys warm up during their stand up, so to give a guy like a set time to just. Don't have as many jokes. Yeah, because that's kind of like um, what's his name, Andrew Schultz, that white comedian, where he does like uh, I don't even know if you follow him on uh, uh I see YouTube, really but, like all of his like stand ups, all before he starts any of his shows, he has like uh, a break in session with the audience where he's just like roasting people in the audience, like he knows nothing about them, but he's like has a conversation with them, and then he just starts like roasting them based on what they say. So like, it'd be like off the top of the dome, and he'd be killing him. He'd be like funny. So I guess it just depends on the individual. I can't comedian. go to no shit like that. You can't go to no shit like that. No, no. Why? You don't want to kill him. You don't want to get no, jumped I on. Get too angry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the first one would probably be funny, but if you just keep going, I probably have some PTSD from childhood or something. Stop like <laughs> telling jokes, man. <laughs> Fuck that. Somebody get this nigga out of here. <laughs> <laughs> the crazy thing is, if you talk about it back, you're not gonna win. He has a mic. And that nigga probably funny. I would be dead serious. <laughs> <laughs> this nigga getting mad. Like, he'll be like, wait, wait, wait. This nigga's really getting mad. You gonna charge the stage on him? Get his run out of him? I might run out of him. He don't got no security right there. You can definitely get to him. True. True. <laughs> well, before we get out of here, who, who if it was a versus. Who who do you think would go up against Dave? I don't think David Williams will be. I don't too... even think Dave would do it. Yeah, Dave is too big right now. I think he would find someone but... for Damon Wayans. No, I think it would. I think Dave would do it, but it would depend on so. on who. His last, his last. Um, to me, why I say he's not gonna do it because his last couple stand ups have been. Yeah, when he got his show, when he got his show back. Yeah, it was that one, and then a couple like his last three stand ups have all been not quite funny, but like situational. conversational yeah. and situational and education and brilliant. It's still brilliant stuff, but not more comedy. It's not comedy. But it's like not that. it's not comedy. It's like more barber talk shop. Yeah, let me talk my shit. It's gonna be funny. It's gonna be interesting. It's gonna be introspective. But I'm not here to tell fucking crack jokes or whatever, whatever, whatever. Like, yeah, makes sense. So I, I don't think he would do a fresh, fresh joke for joke. I don't think he would do that. Yeah, yeah, not not. I think a versus for this would turn out too much to be like uh, that MTV show from back in the day called Yo Mama. Do you remember that? But it was yeah. a joke fest. I think that's what eventually yeah. what a versus with comedians would be. It's just Yo Mama, that TV show, but on a bigger stage. But anyway, 
I don't got nothing else on this list, guys. Amir, you can go ahead and take us out, man. Bye. Bye. <laughs> <Peace>. <laughs> nah, thanks for tuning in, everybody. Um, definitely check us out on iTunes as well as Spotify. Um, we thank you guys for supporting us, and we will see y'all next time. Peace. Peace. Peace.